0: Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911.
1: Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two man car. no, three man car, because we're going to have Matt Reed on from uh, retired NYPD. Today's the feast day of St. Paul, Nicky and his companions. Pray for us. These are the Jesuit martyrs that were killed by the Japanese uh, in Japan, outlawed Catholicism for about 250 years, and the Japanese still maintained their faith because they had the Roman Missal, they had their devotions, they had the Rosary, and they were able to maintain their faith after 250 years when the shoguns said, no Catholicism here, and the Catholic missionaries were allowed to come back after 250 years. But it's because of the blood of these Japanese martyrs that, that the faith has been preserved in Japan. Paul, welcome, my friend. We got uh, two hot topics today. We got a brother cop uh, from uh, New York. He's going to be on with us. Uh, and then we're going to talk also about the, the infiltration of Satanism and the LGBT movement into the USCCB through these nonprofits. But uh, is, uh, let's check if uh, our brother Matt Reed. Are you on, Matt?
2: Yes, I am Jesse. Good morning, and good morning to you
3: too, Paul. Good morning, Matt. Good to see you again. Okay, Matt Re- you too, Paul. Thank
1: you, Matt Reed's retired NYPD. Uh, he's uh, started an apostolate called the Patrolman of Saint Michael Fraternity. Me and Paul Clay we're part of it, we're, we're, we're with you know via telegram. But tell us a little bit, Mike. Uh, I mean, Matt, about this new apostolate that you're launching. It's called the Coalition for Catholic Fathers. What is this, and what inspired you to do this?
2: Okay. Well, so uh thank you again to you, Jesse both for being members of the Fraternity of St. Fraternity of St. Michael, but that is for um law enforcement. So I was at a uh a retreat in November for uh for men, a men's retreat that's given each year in the New York area by Father John Pericone. And I had spoken to him previously about something with with Catholic men because A lot of men had said to me, you know, it's great what you're doing with uh, with the cops and things like that. But um, I would love to join, but I'm not a cop. And I heard that a lot. I heard that an awful lot. And there's a lot of great uh, men out there who are fathers uh, who might uh, who might not be. But anyway, uh, but they were looking for something because the one thing that I really noticed, I think we all notice this and we hear it a lot, is there is a profound lack of brotherhood amongst men these days they are searching for fraternity they are searching for that commonality with with each other and uh i think that many of us at certain times uh feel like we're the only ones uh who are living this life especially i know you guys are out in the west you know by the west coast i'm here uh in the northeast and it is uh it's very much a desert here you're really uh A minority, a very small minority who are trying to live a life of sanctity, who are adhering to the uh, to the ancient uh, teachings of beautiful teachings of our our holy Catholic faith. And so with this apostolate, um, I'm looking around and um, it just seems that a lot of men are um, disengaged, a lot are not sure where to go. And I can tell you from, from since I've been retired from the NYPD, the one thing I miss more than anything, I don't particularly miss uh the business that went on each day. What I do miss are the guys. I miss Amen. the laughs, laughs, I miss the fraternity, I miss all of that because no one's funnier than cops, honestly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think a lot of people will have that in their lives. And this is something that, you know, Catholic fathers who are engaged in their faith. Uh, We need each other. We need a place to go. And I look around many times and I'm sure you you've both thought the same thing. I think to myself many times, where are the men? Yep. Where are the men? You know, we have in unprecedented numbers, women taking the reins of things, Uh, whether it's politics within the church, in the families and everything. I say to myself, where are the men? And many times they're downstairs in the basement playing video games and things like that. I don't know what's Mm -hmm. going on here. And um, so there, there is most certainly some, some issues going on here, uh, which, which need to be addressed. And, um, you know, the fact of the matter is that we are descended from Crusader Knights. We are, that, that is what we come from. My family come from centuries of, of the mass of the Catholic faith being outlawed in Ireland. That's, the, mm. their faith was passed on to me by my heroic ancestors that refused to give it up um so this is what we come from so as far as the coalition goes here um the main thing is to be active to be the leader spiritual leader of our families uh both within our families in the the church but also in the culture at large and um you know there's numerous goals but the one thing i know is i think that we're somewhat well plugged into what's going on regarding schools where to go to mass uh all these things that are in between, but it's been my experience that we are in the vast minority. There are so many Catholic men who just who just don't know, many, many yeah. times who will fall to their own.
3: Yeah, uh, Matt, once again, you put your finger right on the issue, right? Right on the pulse. Where are the men? That's the question you asked. And well, you already know the society and the church, sad to say at large, is busy trying to feminize the man and then society and you can tell by watching the movies right all these warrior women who really uh with these feminized men where the women are the action hero and the men are just some guy some damsel in distress type individual but you put your finger mm-hmm. right on the pulse one more time when you said hey part of the identity of a man we're protectors uh you know that uh from law enforcement that's what we are by nature we are sheep dogs we are protectors yes. uh and uh we have an aggressive nature that's part of us as a man that's that's one of the attributes that god gave us and um i'm glad to see that you've identified that in this society uh in my church i i decided i'm going to revive Uh, I I spoke to the father about it, the Holy Name Society, because that was, yeah, because that was an organization that was made for men, by men, for men, to help men to have that bond that you're talking about and also to properly um, keep things in perspective, which is to defend the holy name of Jesus.
1: I am, amen. I love it. I love it too. <clears throat> oh. Matt so, so tell us uh, New, York, New York is going to be ground zero for this uh uh coalition
2: for Catholic fathers, right? Yes, indeed. So what the main goal here or I should say one of the goals here is if you go right to the website, it has uh, it has an avenue to start a chapter. We want Give, this, give us the website. Give us the website. Okay, it's cfcatholicfathers.com. C is in Charlie, in Frank, catholicfathers.com. Got it. So if you hop on there, there, there's a link to start a true, to start a, um, a chapter uh, right away. And, and I'll be honest with you. One of the things that I've looked at as an inspiration to do this is an organization that's doing great work and that's moms for Liberty. Mm. So if you, again, women, Taking the reins, it's moms for liberty, not dads for liberty. Why is it moms for liberty? I I do not denigrate what they're doing. I think they're doing great work, but in three short years, they have over a hundred thousand members in forty-five states, and a few hundred different chapters. So, if this is going on in the secular realm, this also needs to go on within the church. And Catholic fathers need to lead this. We need to inform others as to, one of the goals is to say, listen, I understand that it's difficult, it's financially difficult to send your kids to either Catholic school or homeschool, but these public schools are epicenters of progressivism and all the other isms that are destroying our society. Uh, If at all possible, they need to be withdrawn forthwith. And uh, so to let them know about uh, homeschool co-ops, classical Catholic schools, schools run by uh, some of the better, um, you know, societies within the church. Um, but also we, we're looking to, uh, to other things as well, things in our geographical area. So that's why we want chapters in different places to, on a ground level, on a grassroots level, address issues to our particular area, whatever that may be, at our local parish, uh, which when the, Arch, the archdiocese, or uh, things that are going on in our, our towns and our counties. There, there has to be a organized uh concerted effort to to fight against this because as we know the the left for many decades have been so so much better organized than we have. They've been much better, better organized and they've done a lot of damage because they have organized effectively you I'm looking it, Matt. At
3: you. <laughs> you're sounding like one of those radical. Catholics that the FBI might be willing to investigate. You know, I think worry, all brother. three of us, all
2: three of us, yeah. there might be article, you know uh, some files in all three of us. If uh, yeah. you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility here. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm looking at the website. It's well done. Very, very attractive website. Uh, it's. it's uh, I'll, I'll be promoting this. Uh, you know, every day on the show. cfcatholicfathers.com dot it tells you how to find a chapter, how to start a chapter, how to contact you guys. I like this. Uh, this is just a way for Catholic men to network around the country. And if Catholic yes. parishes or, or, or dioceses don't have anything for men or fathers, this is something that you want to implement in your parish. Matt, thanks a lot for coming on, brother. Good Thank stuff. You, uh, we'll, we'll bring you, you so on much. again and again. Thanks a lot, Parker. Right. God bless you.
2: Thanks, Jesse. Okay, you too. Take care, Paul. Thanks, Jesse. Keep
1: up the good work. Check out the website, cfcatholicfathers.com, cfcatholicfathers.com. Start a chapter in your area. We'll be right back. Stick around. Don't go anywhere.
0: Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151.
1: Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. Yeah, Matt Reed, he's a born leader. Uh, this is the guy just is always thinking about, th- these are the leaders in the church, somebody who's always thinking about, how can I evangelize my fellow Catholics? How can I evangelize my fellow Catholics? That's the way Paul thinks. That's the way I think. We're always thinking, how can we win souls for Christ? How can we inspire more people to surrender their lives to Jesus? And I just want to compliment uh, Matt Reed, uh, retired NYPD, He's uh, started this website called cfcatholicfathers.com, cfcatholicfathers.com. It's called the Coalition for Catholic Fathers. So he wants to start this around the country. It's starting in New York. Uh, if you go to the website, you can. it shows you how to start a chapter in your, in your diocese, in your parish, or how to find a chapter. And this is an apostolate helping men to be men, helping men to be the leaders of the family. Paul, what did you think about, uh, about his idea? His idea. Oh, I can't hear Paul. Can't hear Paul. Okay. I can't hear Paul. Paul, what did you think about Matt's idea? All right. I'll wait till Paul gets back on. Well, let's move on now to something that's disturbing. My friend Michael Hitchborn is a tremendous investigative reporter. Michael Hitchborn from the Lepanto Institute. Michael Hitchborn is like a Scotland Yard's detective when it comes to sniffing out the corruption and exposing the corruption amongst the bishops. Yes. Yeah, I can hear you, Paul. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Listen, I had a few audio
3: problems, but I did want to comment before we get into that. Okay. Number one, you, you said that he was a born leader. Absolutely true. You know what saddens me as I was thinking? As you remember, when we interviewed him the last time, he retired from NYPD because of the whole jab issue. Yeah. How sad that he had to retire early. This is the exact type of leader of men that we need in law enforcement.
1: Exactly. Um, yes. Yeah, he's exa- yeah, he is
3: exactly what law enforcement needs and yet because of these crazy policies and ridiculous policies uh, a man like him is forced to stop serving his community, uh, in, in, you know, in in that way. Uh, the second thing about Matt is, is uh, he, um, I, again, I can't say enough about him. Uh, uh, his his in understanding what the real issues at hand are are right on point. Hmm. Um, hmm. And I and I couldn't help but think the second. Thing that we're going to get into today when we're talking about, um, we're talking about uh, how funding that are supposed to be uh, funded by the campaign for human development, the Catholic campaign for human development, those funds should be going to help somebody like Matt in the you know, uh, yes, his, yeah, and and instead you're going to see what we're, what what our funds what our hard earned money are going to and most people out there their jaws are going to drop because you can't make this stuff up and like like the article says either they are completely ignorant and just completely um uh, negligent in their um uh in how they uh, apply their monies and, and, and give these grants or they know exactly what they're doing. And I, it's almost like you can't be that dumb. No one can be that dumb.
1: <laughs> uh, it's true. This, it's this, true. Yeah. This is a report put out. It's called Catholic funded organization prayed to demons. What? All right. Is this microphone yeah. on? Hold on. As, as Larry Elder <laughs> say, Is this microphone on? This uh, report was put together by Michael Hitchborn, a friend of the show. Michael's a tremendous investigative reporter in the Catholic Church. He runs the Lepanto Institute. To me, he's like a Scotland Yards detective when it comes to sniffing out the corruption and exposing the corruption amongst the bishops' hirelings. And the U.S. bishops have been infiltrated, as this article is going to show you, by socialist, Satanist, and LGBT members. Mm. Michael writes the following, and I'll go back and forth with Paul on this. The Catholic Campaign for Human Development, which, by the way, it's under the USCCB, persistently claims to thoroughly review each grant applicant, and it never provides funds to organizations that act against Catholic moral or social teaching. Most recently, Bishop Timothy Sr., the current chairman of the CCHD subcommittee, told his brother bishops that the reports of the Lepanto Institute on CCHD grants are unfounded and that all of the initiatives that are supported with Catholic Campaign for Human Development funding have undergone a thorough application process which includes the approval by the local bishop and the National Subcommittee of Bishops and are closely monitored throughout the length of their grant to ensure that the terms of the grant agreement are strictly followed. <laughs> the bishop writes, Catholics can be confident that the Catholic Campaign for Human Development does not fund organizations that violate the moral or social teaching of the church. Paul, can you pick it up next paragraph? Before I fall off my chair.
3: I just want to understand one thing, Jess. Are you confident? Are you confident after reading that? Listen to that. (laughs) A A few weeks ago, the Lepanto Institute proved that a recent grantee called CUSH collected homosexual pornography with the intent to provide it to children. Then the Lepanto Institute proved that the CCHD, that's the Campaign for Catholic Human Development, uh, uh, provided grants to Unchained, I don't even like the sound, a pro-abortion, pro-LGBT organization with with intimate ties to Marxist entities, Jess. Again, you can't make this stuff up. How about providing something for coalition for Catholic fathers? <laughs> doesn't that doesn't that sound good for a Catholic organization to fund human development? Let's oh, get our oh, fathers to be what God oh, called us to be, Jess.
1: Or fund the Holy Name Society nationally.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> Go this ahead. report, yeah. This report will show that if as Bishop Sr. claims, the CCHD grantees have undergone a thorough application process and are closely monitored. Then the CCHD must have either knowingly provided a grant to an organization that admitted to praying to demons, or the CCHD did not thoroughly review the organization as it claims it does. Either way, The fact remains the CCHD provided uh, over $100,000 to an organization actively promoting sexual perversion and praying to demons. Planting Justice has been a recipient of the local CCHD grants from the Diocese of Oakland, California since 2018 and appears to have received. It's first ever national CCHD grant of $50,000. According to the November 22 edition of the Catholic Voice, the official publication of the Diocese of Oakland, Planting Justice, received another $50,000 in national grant for this year, meaning 22 to 23. Wow. Uh, That's a lot of money going to uh, worldly endeavors and, and actually... Uh, things that will destroy the soul.
1: Paul, let me stop there. Let me just show you how the the way the money flows so people understand. Here's what happens. Okay. Because the Catholic Church is probably one of the most respected institutions on planet Earth because it's so ancient. The Democrat Party, through federal legislation, what they do is they give the U.S. bishops money to the CCHD. And what the U.S. bishops do is this money is they now... They now parlay it out to other nonprofit organizations that are Marxist, Satanic, LGBTQ. So this way the Democrats through federal money are able to fund Marxist, Marxist, Satanist, and LGBT movements. How? Through the middleman, the US bishops. That way, if you tell, if you if you call out the Democrats on, they're gonna say, we don't give any money. 20 satanic or marxist organizations we give it to the usccb we don't know what they do with it paul this is the way the left government democrats this is the way they wipe their hands clean like punches pilot say we're not giving money to marxists or satanists we give it to the usccb we don't know what they do with it paul they know they know exactly how to get the money to these marxist organizations it's through the usccb
3: Yeah, and it's these parachurch-type organizations just, uh, they're part of the problem. Either they are terribly inept or they are hirelings that have a different agenda. And as you and I both know... The latter, the latter. Yeah, yeah, there are people that have a different agenda. They are in bed with the Democrat Party. And it's time that we Catholics woke up and stop funding organizations like this, because the only way we're going to get their attention is to basically cut off the money. That's right. Amen. Pick it up, Paul. Go
1: ahead. Continue.
3: Yeah. In 2018, Planting Justice received a local CCHD grant for an unknown amount. The CCHD of the Diocese of Oakland held a lunch wherein the grants were awarded to the individual grantees for that year so
1: and there's a video showing this yeah
3: yeah 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 there's a video showing that what's odd about this however well let's go back here for a second yeah okay planting planting justice is a trauma-aware workplace where we're recognizing that a lot of folks who come to us whether they are incarcerated or not are in the process of personal healing Radder said we have a lot of mentorship and support built into the organization that understands that even just arriving at the job site in in and of itself is a huge feat imagine that jess if, if we basically got applauded for just showing up to work
1: you know that's, that's right. a
3: huge feat yeah. yes
1: yes um, let, let yeah, me ju- traffic- let me go over here. you 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 passed up a couple of paragraphs let me just jump Get these paragraphs oh, that are okay. yeah yeah. It says in 2020, Planting Justice received a national grant of twenty thousand, as is indicated in this October 19, 2020 issue of the Catholic Voice. What's odd about this, however, is that Planting Justice is not mentioned on the National Catholic Campaign for Human Development grants list for 2018-19-2021, 20, which leaves us to wonder if the Catholic Campaign for Human Development failed to report it as a national grant or if it was misreported as a national grant in the diocesan paper. Whatever the case, what we know for sure is that this organization should never have received a dime from the Catholic Church. Any organization that would erect an altar with an idol and a pentagram on it and publish actual prayers to demons should be on a permanent ban list, perpetually forbidden from Catholic funding, and we'll show you that on the next segment. Jesus 911, two-man car. St. Paul says expose the darkness. That's exactly what we're doing. We'll be right back.
0: Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151.
1: Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, Virgin Most Powerful, Ora Pronovis. Paul, when you are a lieutenant and you used to sign off on police reports, some police reports he said, oh man, here comes another dud. This, uh, you kind of need the cops out there that could write good paper and the guys that wrote marginal paper. Let me tell you, as a retired lieutenant for the LA Sheriff's Department, Michael Hitchborn, uh, what would you give his paper? This is some good stuff here. This is some good investigative reporting. LT, what would you give Michael Hitchborn from, uh, from yeah. A to F? Well, I would put the red line away and
3: just rubber stamp it and push it right through, Jess. This is an A-plus right here. A-plus. <laughs> right. Let's pick uh, Okay. It up. On November 21st, 2013, Planting Justice published a tweet saying, Remembering our dead on the International Transgender Day of Remembrance, linking to an article on Planting Justice's website. Remembering Our Dead. Let's see. The link in the tweet no longer works because it is pointed to a blog version of the Planting Justice website. However, the current Planting Justice website carries the same article and is still there. The November 21st, 2013 article titled Remembering Our Dead was written by Chris Hughes, who at the time referred to himself as Planting Justice's secular priest or priestess <laughs> mm. at the time of the article uh, uh at the top of the article is a photo of a guy fox mask with a plaque underneath on the plaque is a pentagram a sword two cups and to the left of the plaque is a golden apple <laughs> uh, you think that's a uh, reference back to genesis possibly jess a mm. golden apple. <laughs> mm. yeah. It, yeah, and to its right is a Hika hand symbol. All of these are prominent symbols in
1: witchcraft. You should be an expert on that, Jess. Uh, and 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 if, uh, and the thing, Paul. The problem is, is that we are the USCCB is funding this. They're not funding the Holy Name Society. They're not funding the Coalition of Catholic Fathers. They're funding witchcraft. The yeah, article continues. Yeah, this is terrible.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the article. Yeah. The article opens with these lines. Hello again. My name is among other things. Chris Hughes, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> you may remember me from such blog posts as a recipe, uh, a recipe because cooking is important. I also identify as transgender, specifically genderqueer. Today, November 20th, 2013, happens to have been our planting justice staff meeting." It is also the International Transgender Day of Remembrance 2013. To commemorate this day, I asked the planting justice staff if I could set up an altar before our meeting. I also read the names of the dead, inviting them to sit <laughs> to sit in with our staff. Pictures of uh, pictures of the altar follow, and they show pictures. Jess, I this is sad. This is so sad. And it and and uh, it's offensive on every
1: level. Paul, this is this to me is is a is a purposeful mockery and parody of the Catholic Mass, where we pray for our dead, and and also to give some credit to the Jews, the Jews in synagogue they also have what's called the mourners' kaddish. It's called the Jewish prayer book of the dead. And so that's where the Catholic we get that tradition of praying for our dead. We get it from the Jewish mourners' kaddish. But these guys are secularists. I mean, they're Marxists. What they're doing is they're mocking the Catholic faith by setting up an altar and by reading the names of the dead.
3: Yeah. Yes.
1: Continue. Yeah, the
3: picture of the altar contained pagan idol. uh, Contained a pagan a pagan idol known of unknown of unknown origin. Excuse me. A document titled a list of all trans people killed in hate that we know of sitting on a platform with a pentagram, a couple of books and an assortment of other items. Wow. Which shows the
1: connection. The transgender movement is connected to the occult. Okay. Of course. Let's just be, let's just point that out. Remember when Jesus Christ would oftentimes cast out demons. And by the way, Jesus Christ, our Lord, spent 23% of his earthly ministry driving demons out in exorcism. 23%. Well, well,
3: Jess, Jess, uh, what we're seeing in our day is a revival of paganism. Yes. Paganism is alive and well. And all the ground that the Catholic Church uh, did to basically contain paganism and overcome paganism and almost wipe it out has now, as the Catholic Church of Jesus Christ has been in more, uh, let's say, less focused on on, uh, what Christ has called us to do is to go out and yes, yes folks, convert, to baptize them. That means to convert them and teach all that Christ commanded as the church has gotten away from that very basic uh, mandate that Christ gave, we see a resurgence of paganism
1: yeah, yeah. A- and, and as the- Paul, Paul and w- and, ahead, with, with, and with paganism, you also have to remember it comes with it comes with all these demons that they worshipped okay it comes yes. with a ho- it comes with a horde of demons, this resurgence of paganism in America that's right.
3: so followed
1: by this image is a
3: closer picture of the document, the pentagram, and the books. The bottom book is a copy of the book titled "Inanna, Lady of the Largest Heart, Poems of the Sumerian High Priestess, uh, Yudana. Yudana. I don't even know how to pronounce these names, and thank God. I. uh, (laughs) The book on the top is titled all soul, all body, all love, all power, a trans mythology. Just, uh, again, there's a bunch of secular people out there that wouldn't even give this stuff a, a second thought, but you better believe that this is another demonic attack on our society. And if we go back to the the two swords and we understand that the uncoupling of society from a godly influence is basically opened up the door to bring all of this paganism back the resurgence of it yes
1: that's right let me pick it up from there Inanna is the ancient sumerian name for the more commonly known ishtar the goddess of love sensuality political power fertility and war by the way reject we reject rebuke and renounce these false gods in jesus name in a mocking prefigurement of our lady one of her titles was queen of heaven clearly this altar was established for actual worship of pagan gods, which we know to be demons, based on Psalm 95. The gods of the Gentiles are demons. And to confirm this, the article then proceeded to include include actual prayers to these demons, which I won't mention their names. Very often, we we don't know about transphobic hate crimes, as the closet and the media combine their efforts to make us invisible. Thus, I list the names of the dead... Uh, this is what this uh, guy's praying in this altar, in this transgender service, mm-hmm. where the prayer mm-hmm. to the gods, lowercase g, preceding a, and a prayer to the dead themselves following. So there's a litany of demons that they prayed to by name at this service that Paul was talking about, uh, commemorating that the the day planting justice uh, at that staff meeting. Then it says here, Hitchborn writes, it would take too much time to go over the names and origins of every single one of these demons, but it is important to show that the nature of these demons is all rooted in hermaphroditism, which means mm. all these demons both possess male and female, and female. genitalia. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's like, by the way, that's like the, the the demon that's used by the temple of Satan as their mascot, uh, and their headquarters went from... Uh, they went from... Uh, 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 Detroit, Michigan to Boston, Massachusetts now they got a building on the front of their building they got Baphomet who's a hermaphrodite demon has the face of a demon breast of a woman and the lower extremities of a man and Jess
3: you and I witnessed these types of monstrosities and that's what I'll call them that used to come in the jail if you remember We, we had a special section in the jail for them Yeah, I mean, you'd see a guy come in with male genitalia and breasts. Uh, You'd see all kinds of wild things. And again, look at this connection. This connection is clearly satanic. And instead of becoming conformed to the image of Christ like we are called to do, what we see here is these uh, people in this transgender movement are being conforming themselves visibly to the image of of demons
1: yes and michael hitchborn he writes i'm not going to mention their names but he lists five demons of uh the greek mythology hinduism egyptian brazilian uh and all of them possess both male and female physical traits michael hitchborn writes the rest of the demons named on this litany are more of the same After offering these prayers to the demons, the assembled members of Planting Justice, which is funded by the USCCB, by the way, then offered prayers to about 65 named individuals who had been murdered in 2013, ending with this blasphemous prayer, which we're not going to read. There can be no doubt that this organization, Planting Justice, engaged in a satanic ritual with prayers to actual demons during a staff meeting. And this was done in direct relation to the transgender movement. And once again, this was funded by the CCHD, which is under the USCCB. Paul, continue.
3: Yeah, Jess, do you think that the USCCB uh, and, and, and the fact that homosexual blessings do you think there's any type of a correlation because mm. we all seem to be heading in a certain direction mm. um there can be no doubt uh okay so i think you said that yeah, yeah p-
1: next next uh paragraph
3: yeah Planning Justice has been deeply involved in the movement for sexual perversion for well over a decade, writing several articles to support of, uh, in support of homosexual and transgender ideologies. On December 4, 2013, Planning Justice published an article titled Eco Queer Movements. Stay tuned. Jesus 911, Two Man Car. We will be back on the other side of the break.
0: To Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151.
1: Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. This is the program where Jesus Christ is Lord, the Blessed Virgin Mary is our Queen Mother, and we are faithful sons of the Church. Michael Hichborn writes, on December 4th, 2013, Planting Justice published an article titled, Equal Queer. The abstract for the 20-page article explains that there is an intimate link between the ecological movements and the movement for sexual perversion under the guise of LGBTQ plus ideologies, Sane. quote, This article contends that the eco-queer movement entails a loose-knit, often decentralized set of political and social activists identifying as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, LGBTQ, or an ally of these groups, that challenged binary notions of ecology and sexuality while simultaneously transforming material and symbolic spaces into more just, autonomous, and sustainable forms. On June 11, 2014, Planting Justice shared some of the lessons learned during our gender justice training, which they received the previous month. Some excerpts from the article were first bullet. We want to create a culture uh, at all of our work sites that empowers people of all gender sexuality Ability, ethnicity, class, and others. Second bullet. One of the issues that came up was about the public street harassment. And this timely report from Mother Jones exposes more information about these unwanted interactions in public spaces between strangers that are motivated by a person's actual or perceived gender, sexual orientation, or gender expression. Third bullet. We took time to talk about the meanings of gender and sex. Patriarchy. There's a bad word. Patriarchy. Uh, gender discrimination, heterosexism, feminism, and gender equality. Speaking about patriarchy, tonight at Our Lady of Guadalupe Church in Queen Creek, I am going to be giving a presentation at 7 p.m. on what is patriarchy and the importance of patriarchy in terms of saving the Catholic family. That's tonight, 7 p.m. at Our Lady of Guadalupe Church here in Queen Creek, Arizona. I'll be talking on the importance of patriarchy to save the family and save the church. Paul, you want to pick it up from there? Yeah. On
3: November 1st, 2019, Planning Justice published another article on eco-queer movements titled uh, Challenging Heteronormative Space Through Reimagining Nature and Food. It is essentially a reposting of the previous article from 2019 indicating that it was important enough to the organization to publish it once again. An undated article that appears to have been published sometime between 2019 and 22, uh, uh, titled Food, Justice, and the Healing of Ancestral Wounds. Planning Justice, once again, draws the connection between their work in agriculture and the movement for sexual perversion. Midway through the article, it says, the wounds of colonization, slavery, and imperialism Remain open in our culture with everyday practices that normalize violence against people of color, women, poor people, queer, and trans people. This is what happens, Jess, when you when you try to uh, make people's sexual choice and perversion a protected class of people. They want to lump it all in together, and you know this is this is you know we're we're the oppressed people of the world, and we're not gonna we're not gonna stand for it. Uh, yeah. Or anybody understood as being outside or in between dominant categories of human like white males old old men, right <laughs> all yep. men are created equal, but some are more equal than others, some are more human than others. Whew. What happens when we continue to live in a culture and social systems that recolonizes? and slaves and exploits every day. I fear we continue to pass on these wounds that we have inherited from our ancestors unless we are addressing, interrupting, and healing these wounds directly. And this is exactly why, Jess, they are pushing to yeah. change the meaning of things in the Bible to, to basically make homosexuality, it's not a sin. It's just another expression
1: of human love that's all final. it is. What, Paul, what did Isaiah the prophet tell us in Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20? Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those Amen. who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. Paul... We are here. Isaiah's prophesying about what's happening right now. Take it right to the conclusion because I, I want to have a little conversation with you. Go right to the final conclusion because that's a wrap up paragraph and it's very good.
3: Got it. Um, let's see, where were...
1: now, conclusion. Yeah, conclusion. Michael Hitchborn wraps this whole thing up. Yeah, I'm this well for it. <laughs> this well documented article. I'll, I'll, I'll start it then. You just jump in when you catch up. If the Catholic Campaign for Human Development imposes a thorough application process that includes close monitoring of the grantees as they claim, then the Catholic Campaign for Human Development is 100% complicit in directing Catholic funds to an organization that openly engaged in demon worship has an ongoing agenda to combine the promotion of sexual perversion with its work in agriculture and is continuing to promote sexual perversion. The yep. other possibility you want to pick it up from there. The other, the only other possibility. Yeah. It, it, yeah.
3: The only other possibility is that the CCHD isn't performing the due diligence in grantees that it claims, whatever the case because the activities recorded in this report prove that the Planting Justice engaged in demon worship five years prior to its 2018 grant, and it has actively promoted homosexual and transgender ideologies before and during the time of the grants it has received from the CCHD. The CCHD claims that Catholics can be confident that the CCHD does not organizations that violate the moral or social teaching of the church uh, is complete is completely false. it is absolutely false Jess it is an outright lie and again either they are incredibly inept or we have the wrong people we have infiltrators we have hirelings that have infiltrated the church uh, on every level and, and these parachurch type organizations in order to uh, accomplish what the father of lies, Satan himself, wants to accomplish. Truly what sacred scripture tells us, there will be a falling away of the faith. Just these people have eyes that see not and ears that hear not.
1: This article proves, this well-written article by uh, Michael Hichborn proves what a friend of the show, Dr. Taylor Marshall, calls the infiltration in the Catholic Church. Both these guys yep. are just both these guys are prescient in their writings. We're seeing the near complete dismantling of the authentic Church, and it's on display right now for the world to see. It's been yep. suppl- it's been supplanted by what we would call what Archbishop Sheen would call Archbishop Viganò and others would call a counter church. Now, what's a counter church? It's, it's the ape of the true church. It's the diabolic subversion of the church for purely political and earthly ends. It's the co-opting of Catholic doctrine to advance a vision of the world decidedly anti-Catholic and anti-Western civilization, but it's dressed up in like religious and spiritual sounding language to make it appear holy and beyond criticism. That's called liberation theology language. Guess what? It's neither holy nor should it be ever be beyond criticism because at the heart of it lies what? The destruction of the church of Jesus Christ. And Marxism has seized hold of this counter-church which is run by men uh, and false shepherds and hirelings and it seeks to destroy all of Catholicism that, that went before it. Ni- anything before 1965, it wants to destroy it and replace it with a church. That is friends with the world, and remember mm. if you're friends with the world you're an enemy of God this counter church where humanity's made in the image and likeness of god is 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 instead being enslaved by communism and what I would call this globalist antichristic system paul, paul. yes 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 you talked about uh...
3: Uh, basically, sounded the alarm lo- years ago, and they were basically deemed crazy. Oh, these people are, you know, off their rocker. Well, it's all coming true. Think about Israel for a second. Think about King Ahaz, who burned his own sons, who offered his sons to idols. This was this was the king of Israel, and he was involved in this demonic, satanic act. You think it's impossible for uh for Satan to infiltrate our church to try to pervert the one holy church? Well, guess what? The faith can never be changed. The Catholic faith is the faith, it is the faith that Jesus Christ uh uh handed off to, to the, the apostles yeah, to proclaim yeah. To, to yeah to the world. That's right. He handed it to the apostles. And he sent them out with a mandate. But it does not mean that we don't have to cooperate with God's grace. And so in every generation, we have to cooperate with the grace of God as he's given and poured out through the sacraments. And the minute we stop doing that, Jess, we we, we basically have allowed for a toehold for Satan to come in and to try to sift not only peter like wheat but the
1: entire church that's right and uh i remember the the words of pope Benedict at the 16th of good memory he says today as in the past people who wish to be christ's disciples are called to go against the tide yep we're called to yes. go against the tide as archbishop fulton Sheen said he said don't go with the flow he says even dead bodies f- uh, go downstream flow downstream he says Many saints will be forged in the crucible of fire. Make sure you're among them. And remember, the Bible says well over 300 times, do not be afraid. Only believe. Yep. And just know it's this, yes. that here on VMPR, we're going to be Monday through Friday. We're like a lighthouse amidst the gathering storm. We're going to speak yep. the truth to power, live without fear, And pray America great again And pray our church great again as well Amen Up next Bishop Strickland America's Bishop Stay tuned As for us two man car Pray a rosary every day Go to mass as often as possible Live and die in the state of grace Go to confession at least once a month And remember Add to your interior spiritual life Fasting Penance Fasting penance That's a wrap. See you next time. Same Christ time, same Christ challenge. Keep your eyes on Jesus, the author, and finisher of faith. EOW, end of watch. We're out.